What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast. Week 6 is over. Week 7 is upon us. Um, my week 6 sucked thanks to Hunter's Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely screwed me out of a win. I am now on a four-game losing streak in, my, uh, in our league. So, F the Cowboys. I will actually never root for them ever again. Uh, they suck, and... That's that's pretty much all I gotta say about him. I'm I'm out on everyone on that team, including Zeke. I don't care. That was pitiful. But besides that, I thought this was a pretty good week. Uh, I thought most of our takes from last week were pretty good. Um, did you guys? We we all lost, didn't we? Yeah, I split in my two leagues. Uh, I lost in our league, and what happened? I won in the other three. The other three. The other three weeks. Uh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, We had a lot of right takes. Uh, I actually – two big takeaways from last week that I, I'm just going to come out right now before we even get into the, sh- into the show. Uh, Matt Ryan gave me a big old F you uh, from last week. And so did Gronk, which yeah. – um, yeah. But those are really my only two – which I know, if anybody listened to me, they're if they do, if they listen to me on the whole Matt Ryan thing, they're actually they're actually actually pissed. <laughs> Dude had like thirty seven points, uh, and I told everyone to bench him. So, I mean, I I started him. Yeah, I mean, all right. I, see, well. see, last week I said I didn't listen to myself. Nah, there's no turning it around. I I screwed everyone. If you Dude, I, to I messed up, I gave David, who's number one in our league. I told him to start Matt Ryan, and he did, and he, and now he's still undefeated in our league. So I'm just not gonna give him any help. Our league is awful. <laughs> we're we're literally there's, t- a, there's <laughs> a second place tie between four teams <laughs> at two and four. That's <laughs> uh, just an even league, dude. It's still up in the air. Yeah, it's a competitive league. Yeah. yeah, a playoff team might have a losing record. Just like the Cowboys, we're making it to the yeah. playoffs at seven and nine. Screw the Cowboys! No, you guys are going six and ten. Screw the Dallas Cowboys. That's all I gotta say. Screw <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. That t- that sixty-nine yard touchdown run literally lost me the game. Oh my butt, dude! Cassell, our friend, got screwed by that. Dude. I was up by point zero two points. Dallas wasted all their timeouts before the two-minute warning, meaning they gave up. Meaning that the Cardinals literally just had to get first down. The game was over. Right out of the two-minute warning, what happens? Kenyon Drake, 69-yard touchdown. He was up by a wider margin. He was up by, like, seven points. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Drake definitely All, won all they had to do was tackle him before he got to the end zone. <laughs> they didn't even have this. They didn't even have to kick the field goal. The, the Arizona Cardinals just did it. Yeah, I... Yeah, they just had That's what games. it was. Keenan had the kicker for Arizona. So I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I won by .02. Finally, my losing streaks are over. And then, boom, screwed right out of the gate. Choked. Keeps it going. <sighs> Either way, we got to move on from week six. I'm just I'm pissed about week Moving six. On. I feel like I've said week that seven. the last three weeks. I'm pissed about <laughs> the last week. Uh, we got a bunch of questions, though, so let's just dive right into those. Yeah, fan questions. Thanks again for everyone. Uh, we're gonna start off with Malak. He he's asking start Jarek McKinnon or Devontae Freeman. Abel, you had running backs. What do you think? Uh, bench Jarek McKinnon. And I 
don't necessarily love Devontae Freeman going up against the Eagles, but I think McKinnon's dealing with a lot of guys. Um, as in uh, Raheem Moster. Actually, Raheem Moster is out. Officially out for the game. Which means when McKinnon played last time around as the number one back, they split a lot of carries between him, Hasty, and Jack Wilson. And on top of that, uh, they're playing New England, the New England Patriots, who did get gashed a little bit by uh, Philip Lindsay. They might sim- he might similarly have the opportunities, but I think Devontae Freeman might be a better choice because he's the number one guy over there, and there's not really much competition. Yeah, yeah. So you heard it here, Freeman. He's got another question: Can James White be trusted? Uh, you got to give him a couple more weeks. He. I'm not really sure. I think the Damian Harris hype train kind of took a a turn for the worst. <laughs> uh, he had six carries for 19 yards. They really like it, James White. And Burkhead's not playing. I mean, Burkhead's not getting as many reps with White. I think sooner rather than later, people should regularly be starting James White again. I, I think this week he might – I think this week might be a bad matchup because they're going up against uh, Fred Warner – I'm forgetting who the other linebacker is, but they got some pretty athletic guys on uh, the San Francisco team. So, right. yeah. Yeah. give give White a couple weeks, but I think he's he's going to be a regular starter. Oh uh, yeah, that's a good take. Uh, next question, Billy, is Gronk back? Gronk had a pretty good week last week. I think it was what five catches, sixty something yards, and a touchdown. He he looked like he got a little more separation, uh, a little pep in his step. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I'm still not sold on him yet. You know, I think I need a few more like solid performances. He's getting more targets each week, which I think, which is what we said as the season go on goes on, he's gonna become more and more involved in the offense. So tight ends, it depends who you're starting, who you're potentially starting over him. Really, I mean, if you got a dude who's consistently getting you. Eight to ten points every single week. Maybe he's maybe Gronk's not the starter yet, but I think right. as the season goes on, yes, Gronk needs to be a starter. And if you're if you got your other starter is not getting any points, then yeah, start Gronk because he's he's getting more targets each week and he's reliable. He catches majority of everything that's thrown to himself. No, exactly. And I think to add on to that, if you're thin at tight ends and, and you know, you have a Gronk out there, maybe you could trade for him, uh, possibly kind of a get give something low away because, you know, his value is not crazy high, but I think, you know, like we're saying, his value is just going to keep going up. Um, Billy with another question. What 49ers running back do I start? We already touched on Jarrett McKinnon, Abel, so, so who do you like out of that crowded backfield? Oh. Uh, do you have somebody else on the roster? <laughs> I, I mean, start if you're gonna play Jarek McKinnon and you don't have any other options. It's at your own peril. I I just worry about how how they use their running backs over there, and you and Wilson's proven that he can play well too. Same with uh, Hasty. So I I'd be a little, I'd be a little worried about starting McKinnon, especially because I think the Patriots after a full week of practice, a little motivated. Defensively, they're going to be playing uh, the way they have been the past several weeks as one of the best in the NFL. 
and offensively. I think they were able to move the ball down the field more. So yeah, I mean, the, opportunities. the Patriots are actually practicing now, which is a huge thing that I think people yeah, they, they'll realize. get a huge. Yeah, so they'll get a, um, a big uh, week of practice. But I think the offense is going to be playing better, so they might be having to chase points. And I don't know, like you, it's going to be a rotation, and I'd be worried about starting anybody on that on that team. Yeah, the the Niners and the Ravens running back. I mean, by committee, that's just confusing for fantasy owners. It's just that's just tough. Uh, another question: What should I have my fantasy football loser punishment be? Uh, this is Billy's league. I think this is the league I'm in. Um, uh, I, I, I literally, I think two years ago, I was in my uh, economics class, and there was a kid in a Teletubbies costume t- on Monday, comes in, Teletubbies <laughs> costume. Wednesday, comes in, same Teletubby costume. Wait, was it yellow? Was it a... No, 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 oh, it was red. Okay. It was red. But the loser has to wear a Teletubby costume all five days. He was all over people's Snapchat stories. They're like, why is this kid in a Tully Tubby costume? And it was awesome. I like that's, that. the type of, that's the type of stuff that's 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 worth seeing. See, I don't With, know. Like, I think you gotta go like, I think you gotta go lighter on punishments this year because like people have been getting screwed in fantasy. But like, if this you're year. last, you can scrounge up uh, like if yeah, you are dead last, you suck. You gave up. You either gave you, up. You can't tell me that you can't get a victory or you can't – like it's it's hard to join, to be at the top of the pack and you need a little bit of luck. But to be in the middle of the pack, come on. It just means a low effort. Right. Listen, I, it's it's been hard for me for the last four weeks to try and get a victory. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I'm looking yeah, at my own safety here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The guys who are at the bottom of the league – in week two and three are now like with us. There's yeah. some good ideas on Google, Billy. Uh, Billy asked a question. I, I kind of like the, no, nah, this actually sucks. Retake the SATs. I'd never wish that upon my worst enemy. <laughs> That's <laughs> awful. Yeah, like, that would be terrible. Dude, I don't that know what. That would actually be hilarious, though. Can you imagine a dude not in high school taking SATs? <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, imagine, like, Kobe Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> Or remake a music video. That's kind of a good one. I don't know what this indentured servitude. Oh, dude, that means you're a slave, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Jesus, dude. <laughs> this is all... all right. This is the first thing that came up. Hopefully, it's not a black kid. <laughs> Seven hilarious punishments. Uh, uh, get him uh, in a maid costume. It's more like a. You know what like they should, you know what they should do. You know what you guys should do. You should make somebody stand out in a corner all day with a sign, uh, by a traffic light. Like you're like asking for money. Like dress up. Yeah, that, 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 that's usually the standard. But but the, but the signs and you gotta go like walk down every every time the light's red. You gotta walk down past every car. You can't just stand at the corner. You gotta walk in the middle of the road by every single car. And show everyone that you lost. Until until you get, like, a total of, like, $2. And yeah, and you had to get money. You had to get money from it. I like that one. You heard it here, And the Bill. winner gets the money. The winner gets the, the winner. You don't even get the money. Oh, gosh. Spare change. Some good idea. Uh, <laughs> that, oh, no, we got one more question to wrap it up. David Allen, T. Higgins versus Cleveland, or Robert Woods versus Chicago. I told you guys to pick up Higgins. I really liked him. I think he's he's here to stay, even though 
AJ Green did get a decent amount of targets last week. I like the the Higgins. I'm sorry, matchup. I, I might have misheard that, but who's going up against Chicago? Robert Woods. Uh, Robert Woods. Oh, I would be worried about playing anybody on that against That's, Chicago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would take the Higgins. Monsters of the Midway are back. Yeah. Although I was looking at da- specifically David's uh, roster, he might want to start both. Just being Robert Woods is, you know, I mean he's pretty much that number one wide receiver. He's kind of out on cup this year. Yeah, which is interesting because we all thought like they were gonna. I mean, not to say the Cubs having a terrible season, but I, I if out of the two at the beginning of the year, I probably would have picked the uh, cup over Woods. Yeah, I mean, overall, I think both both wide receivers are good. Uh, obviously, take T. Higgs over Robert Woods. Uh, we're going to get started with some running back evaluation with a bell. All right, All right I'm going to try to go as fast as possible so you can hear as much as possible. Uh, okay, so you want guys who have been playing well and you want to keep keep starting for sure. Definitely love Ronald Jones. He's been he's been clearly far and away the number one back on that team. Leonard Fournette's still banged up, so they keep giving Ronald Jones the ball. He's been playing well too. He's definitely a lot of upside, a lot of ability. Can catch the ball out of the backfield too, so he's he can also play third down. David Montgomery's completely turned turned his season around over the past couple of weeks, especially since Tariq Cohen's been banged up. He's averaging about like. Uh, 13, 14 points per game, catching the ball a lot out of the backfield. Another guy that I love, who's on my fantasy team, Henderson, Daryl Henderson on the L.A. Rams. Uh, tough matchup this week against Chicago, but I do think he has some some pot. There's definitely going to be some chances for him to score touchdowns, catch the ball out of the backfield gonna have to throw the ball they're gonna have to set the tempo running the ball so he will be the guy who at least gets the first level carries but continuing on with that justin jackson on the la chargers he's a sleeper type of guy you want to pick up uh i I know a lot of people dropped him early on in the season because he was banged up but if he's available definitely pick him up he had a big week against the saints austin eckler still on ir so he's not gonna be able to play He's a great receiving back too, and Joshua ja- Joshua Kelly's kind of he's he's not as hot as he was when he first started this year. So Jackson can get about 20, 25 touches. And they're playing the Jaguars this week, so they're not a very good defensive team. Uh, obviously, I love the two Washington running backs, uh, Antonio Gibson as the star running back, and then J.D. McKissick keeps performing really well out of the backfield they love throwing both those guys the ball last week he had 14 points he had eight rushing attempts 41 yards six catches for 43 yards big game for number two back and uh that's uh washington's got some good upside they're playing dallas dallas got gassed by Kenyon drake so we'll see we we know we know Uh, then we have I, I will I have a word to say about that actually let's transition to Arizona I actually think Chase Edmonds is a better play than Kenyon Drake because they're playing Seattle Seattle's going to put a lot of points on the board 
meaning Arizona's going to have to throw the ball, chase points, also meaning that Chase Edmonds is a great receiving back, and in previous weeks besides this one, Edmonds has been the guy who gets more points weekly over Kenyon Drake, probably because he catches a lot of passes out of the backfield. Also, the running game has just not been good. Kenyon Drake didn't have a good game until that last carry that put him over the edge. And uh, next, another guy, big week, a huge week, DeAndre Swift. They're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's defense had basically one subpar game against the Vikings. Nothing to ride home about. Their defense is still trash. I would still like DeAndre Swift. Be a little, I would be a little nervous about uh, Adrian Peterson still right behind him. He didn't play poorly, but just DeAndre is looking like the guy for the future of that team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, sleeper guy, guy you gotta start if you pick him up off waivers. He will get a lot of targets. He will get a lot of carries, and he's gonna be sneaky good. It's gonna be Boston Scott. Now that Miles Sanders is banged up and out of the game, I mean, out for this week's game Thursday night, Boston Scott's a must play. I already talked about Edmonds. Uh, I have spoken about the situation in the uh, in San Francisco. Just want to say again. If you got anybody on that team, it's going to be tough, tough play to play Jared McKinnon. I would be a little worried about it. But if you're in a deeper league, you need a flex, picking up one of those two those two other players, Hasty or Jeff Wilson, might be good because you're missing a couple guys this week due to uh, the bye week. Uh, like Miles Gaskin, Dalvin Cook, obviously injuries. Uh, Joe Mixon is questionable right now. You're missing the whole Ravens backfield. Jonathan Taylor's out. Nick Chubb has been gone. And Christian McCaffrey. And uh, also Raheem Mostert and Miles Sanders. So right now, the running back room, or the running back, I guess, there is market. That. Yeah, it's looking thin. And it's, you got to find guys off, off the waiver wire. So, you know, when you're, when you're looking at guys like Justin Jackson, those are probably clear starters, especially in – you know, traditional leagues, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, and a flex. So it's looking that way. But um, also would like to make a point about uh, the Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He had a big week last week, great game rushing the football as the team overall. But now that Le'Veon's on the team, he'll probably still be the bell cow, but you'll start to slowly see the carries kind of diminished form. Le'Veon's a really talented player and especially in a good situation. And in those passing situations, I know for a fact they're going with Le'Veon. And they're going to be in those type of games too. Yeah, you know they're going to use Le'Veon a lot this year. It's a one-year contract. They got oh, a rookie even, running back. They're going to try to take some. I can't, even, I can't even imagine the fact like he's like Patrick Mahomes under um uh, Patrick Mahomes and shotgun with Le'Veon next to him, and they break out and then they break out in a five wide receiver formation. Oh, that's going to be tight crazy end. in Madden, like just yeah, it's like... gonna. Be, I mean, they, they they did a lot of interesting stuff with the Steelers, him playing wide receiver, him playing as a slot. You, he, he's a really talented player, and I, I just know that, you know, Edwards Hilaire is definitely not as good a receiver back as him, and he's a very dynamic player. Yeah. And, if he leads him to a Super Bowl, he's, he's expecting another big contract just with a different team. I have one more one more question about running backs. I don't know if you you looked at um, 
what, LaMichael Perrine of the Jets and the Frank Gore situation now that, you know, Bell is out. So it's like, do you even really trust a Jets running back? I don't trust any player on the Jets. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know in good conscience, like, advice. I don't know. I will have to say, you know what, I will, I'll wait until my section. There is one Jets guy valuable in fantasy football. One guy. I think you. I think I have an idea. Your we talked about him last so. week. We talked, yeah. Yeah. But he's a standard. Good insight. Wait, are we not trusting Sam Darnold? <laughs> Listen. No, it's Mark Sanchez. I'm, I'm, it's Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. <laughs> Sanchez. No, I. Just a little point about before we uh, switch to, to a different position. Sam Darnold is a good NFL quarterback. I think he's better than Baker. I know for a fact if he was in that Cleveland Brown situation, I. I generally think if he was in that Brown situation, he would be a better quarterback. Yeah, I mean that is a that's a hot take. He's he's I mean he's deal he's dealing with absolute hot trash, <laughs> and I promise you, Ryan Tannehill was completely washed up in twenty seventeen. Tannehill, yeah, and now he's literally one of the best like top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, Darnold not, has been... Not in ta- like talent-wise, but, you know, like MVP race. Right. His performance has been amazing. And he, he has a chance to win MVP. MVP is a lot about winning, uh, you know, best moment, best story, Dude. whatever. But we'll T- see. Tannehill ain't winning MVP. <laughs> he could. He very well could be. Uh, yeah. He's having a good season. Well, since we're on the topic of QBs, we might as well... Yeah, so let's just jump right into it right now. Um, starting it off, uh, last week, I, I want to cover this before I just jump right into it quickly because we're going to talk more about it next week. But obviously, Fitzpatrick got benched for Tua. Uh, we're all in agreement on this one, I think, because we talked about it before the show started. Don't pick up Tua yet. Uh, don't ju- hump on, hop on the <laughs> – I just said hump on the Tua. <laughs> hop on the Tua train. Uh, don't hop on it yet. Uh, he, he needs to prove himself before he's a, he's a reliable guy. Um. So, with that being said, we're just going to go right into my who I think is going to have solid uh, games this week. And if you got them, you're clearly starting them. There's only one in question, um, which is Cam. But I think Cam's going to have a bounce back week. Like we said earlier, uh, the Patriots had no they had no practice for almost two weeks. They practiced one day in the past two weeks. And Cam started to come alive in the, past, in the last, like, five minutes of that game. He started playing like he has been playing all year. So, I think... With a week of practice, Cam is going to look better, and the offense is going to look better. So I think if you are debating on starting Cam, uh, you start him. Um, moving on, I think Rodgers is going to destroy Houston. Um, I know Houston's been playing well, but Rodgers had a rough week last week against Tampa Bay, so I think he's going to bounce back against Houston. Um, Josh Allen, I feel bad for anybody that's playing Josh Allen this week. I honestly got hope I'm not. I haven't even looked at my matchup for this week. I could be because I haven't played him yet. But if you're playing Josh Allen, I feel bad for you because he's playing the Jets. He might have like 50. I I, I don't know. He it's a he's he's either it's gonna have Jets. like 30 plus or he there's a potential he could have. I wouldn't be shocked if he is 60. That's that's all I'm saying. Um, and then Breeze versus Carolina. I think Breeze is gonna. I think Carolina. It's just I don't know. It's just not. It's not looking good for Carolina's defense. Uh, and Breeze should have a field day. Waiver wire guys. Um. Due to the bye weeks, because the starting quarterbacks here are Tua, 
Phillip Rivers, Kirk Cousins, and Lamar Jackson. I, I don't think anybody has Tua, Rivers, or Kirk Cousins starting. So this is only out uh, goes out to the whoever, everyone who has Lamar. I, I don't know. There's not that many great waiver wire guys right now. Um, so I think if you got Lamar, your best bet is probably picking up Carson Wentz against the Giants. He's only rostered in 50% of the leagues. Um, if Carson's gone, if he's on someone's bench, um, Teddy versus Teddy Bridgewater versus New Orleans. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has just been solid all year. Uh, he's he hasn't had any crazy games, but he hasn't had any terrible games. He's been getting 15 plus every single game, um, and maybe Baker for Cincy. I'm not really sure since it's it's Cincinnati, so uh, and Baker has a crazy receiving core, so there's always the potential he could have like 30. Well, I think your best bet is probably trying to get Carson or, if not, Teddy or Baker. Um, and this is a stretch, is Herbert first Jacksonville. Um, he's probably on everyone's bench. He's not a starter, but he's probably also not a guy that's a free agent. So, But if he's a free agent in your league, uh, I'd probably the best bet is probably go to, to go with Herbert versus Jacksonville. Um, and then moving on, people I think we're going to have tough matchups this week. I think uh, Watson first Green Bay. He's going to have a tough matchup. I only say that because the last two quarterbacks who are proven good quarterbacks, a Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, and then Matt Oh, well, I'm not going to get into Matt Ryan. But Matt Ryan had 12 <laughs> points against uh, Green Bay, and Brady only put up 18. So, I don't know. I'm not expecting a huge output for from Watson against Green Bay. Uh, and like I said, I'm expecting a huge output of Rodgers versus Houston. Um, Goff first Chicago. I don't like that matchup at all for Goff. Uh, he's projected to get 15 points, which I think is probably either on par or maybe a little too high. I don't think he's going to have that many points. Um, no one's been able to break that Chicago defense yet, so I don't think Goff's going to be the guy to do it. And lastly, uh, Jimmy G first New England. Like I said, New England, two weeks to practice. That defense was solid, was solid last week. Uh, didn't give up any touchdowns. Only gave up field goals, so yeah, I, I don't see Jimmy G uh, coming into Foxborough and in, in his return and lighting up uh, the Patriots. I just don't see it happening. So that's really all I got for quarterbacks, though. Like I said, due to the bye weeks, there's not really a lot of action here on the waiver wire because three of the four teams that have bye weeks uh, aren't regular starters in fantasy leagues. So I'm not really too worried. Um, and if you have Lamar. Like I said, Carson Wentz is probably your best bet, or Justin Herbert. But if if Herbert's not available, go with Wentz. That that's my biggest takeaway for QBs this week. Um, yeah, I like those insights. Yeah, Wentz, Herbert. We'll we'll see. Good matchups this uh, week. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's anything crazy. Uh, there's no secret recipe this week for for quarterbacks. It is what it is. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good insight there. Uh, I'm gonna lead on to the wide receivers. A lot of injuries. Uh. A lot of guys banged up. Michael Thomas, we know, his ankle. He, he uh, started practice Wednesday, left practice um, early, so that's kind of concerning. So I like Emmanuel Sanders again this week, but keep an eye for that. Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen is back. He practiced. He should be fine. Darius Slayton, Deontay Johnson are back healthy. Sammy Watkins, hamstring. If you got Watkins, you might want to keep him, uh, but a hamstring injury is going to keep him probably out this week uh alan lazard he's got that abdom he's got that like ad- admin uh surgery um 
he's still on IR, so we'll look out for him. And then um, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson we touched upon last week. Those are two very talented guys, and um, kind of on the uptrend, you know, when they come back. Um, but as far as waiver wire guys, I, I, I'm going to start off with Demarcus Robinson of the Chiefs. He's only rostered in about three percent of leagues. He ran more routes uh, than Hardman last week. Um, that's kind of a tough, tough thing with the Chiefs. There's so many weapons, but there's a lot of upside. Um, you know, this is, if you're really need in need of a wide receiver, you might want to look at Robinson, depending how deep your league is. Uh, I talked about Corey Davis he, when he's healthy. I mean, him and Tannehill have have hooked up a lot. Um, um, so I like Davis. You know, if if he comes back, he's got tremendous upside. Obviously, Deshaun Jackson, like I said, uh, if Russell Gage is actually um, available, I do like him. He, he looked a little better with Julio there. And so, uh, you know, if Julio can stay healthy, that, that third wide receiver running back in that Atlanta offense um, kind of seems more appetizing again. Um, I told you guys last week about Fulgham, Claypool, Higgins. Those guys are already probably picked up, but if they're not, I, I, think I definitely would. For sure, Claypool. And then. Wow, Fulgham are definitely going. Oh, they should. Yeah, yeah they should Clay be. Pulls, but it, I mean, uh, two weeks in a row here, he's he's gone kind of crazy. I think I think he's a safe think, bet. To, he he's gonna. I think Deontay Johnson comes back as number yeah. two wide receiver, maybe the number three. He's definitely disappointed. And, and that's the thing with the Deontay Johnson coming back healthy. It's like mm-hmm. you know you, you got Claypool. He's very talented. Juju actually isn't getting a crazy amount. Like it's pretty. The passing game isn't what the old Steelers passing game what what it used to be. So. Um, yeah, I still definitely like Claypool as a valuable he, wide receiver he, he, in, the, in those in, flex he's options in and deeper one. wide receiver I think leagues. Long term, he could definitely be your number one wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then just to finish up that waiver wire um, list, I like Tim Patrick a, a little bit. It's only rostered in twenty three percent of leagues. Um, you know, that's just if you're really scrounging up wide receivers. He, he's actually ran six more routes than Jerry Judy. I mean, six more targets. He's had six more targets than Jerry Judy in the past two weeks. So I like him. Um, and now, just to go to matchup-wise, uh, just looking at some of the matchups, the cornerbacks, the DBs, the secondary, the guys that I like um, uh, to, to must-start, I, I do like um, Claypool, even with Johnson, uh, against that Tennessee defense. Uh, McLaurin, T. Higgins, Jarvis Landry, I think, you know, he hasn't done much, but that Cincy defense, I, I do like Landry this week. Uh, Jamison Crowder, like I said, uh, versus Buffalo, he, he had a pretty bad week last week, but a crazy stat, you know, still he, he's the only receiver in the league that has had 10 targets every week he's played. I think he's played like four or five weeks, but still a crazy stat. I do like C.D. Lamb versus Washington. There's no way that Cowboys offense is going to be that bad. So I think there's some upside to C.D. Lamb this week. And then I do like Galladay versus a trash Atlanta's defense. Uh, you know, we, we kind of know about Atlanta's defense. Uh, and then I, I do like Marquise Valdez, uh, what is it, Scantlin. Um, I actually picked him up. I really do like him. He's kind of a big boom or bust guy. He's kind of the number two wide receiver at Green Bay. Green Bay got embarrassed last week. You know Aaron Rodgers is going to come out slinging. Uh, a crazy stat is Scanlon actually leads the league with wide receivers with more than 20 targets. He leads the league in average depth per reception, which is about 19 yards per reception, which is pretty crazy. Um, 
And then going over to the guys that really don't have good matchups, Keelan Cole, uh, Jerry Judy, Marvin Jones. Uh, I don't like Michael Gallup. So those are kind of the guys I really don't like uh, as far as wide receivers. I got a, I got a question for you. Two questions about two players here. Um, yeah. First things first, because he's my guy, uh, Edelman. What, there's there's been a lot of debate this week with Edelman, and if you keep if you keep him or if you get rid of him, what are what are your thoughts? Don't yeah, choose I mean, the wrong it, answer because there's potential he listens to this. <laughs> I think it depends. It depends where you are, because if you're a team that's you know in that upper half, I, I do like Julian Edelman long term. He's a, you know, he's not what he used to be as far as you know with Tom Brady at the helm. But um, that Cam Newton and Edelman connection, I think, will we'll make its way back around. Patriots have had a tough few weeks, not practicing a lot. Uh, that's terrible, for especially for with Cam and Edelman, who really haven't had a lot of reps together. I, I would definitely keep Edelman. Um, just too much talent there. Yeah, all right, next question. The, probably the biggest, like, I don't even know how to categorize this player. What What is going on with A.J. Green, dude? Is he's right. he's a free agent right now in our league. Um, he's rostered in sixty six percent of the leagues. Do you pick him up if he's available? See, I think Higgins is solidifying himself as that number two wide receiver. However, if you are really in in need of those, AJ Green got I think ten or eleven targets last week. Uh, obviously, it, it hasn't been like that. So. Uh, maybe you pick him up and you watch him and, and see if that consistency increases. If you look at some of the highlights, he actually did look like he, he wanted to play football. <laughs> in the last, the first like five, six weeks, it looked like he, he just wanted not no part of being a, a Bengal. So, I don't know. I still don't trust you know the A.J. Green, the T.Y. Hiltons of, of the league. All right, I'm just saying, I'm I'm not saying that because I'm looking for wide receivers and I have Edelman. That, 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 right, I'm right. just I'm just watching you know that. Those are just questions <laughs> you know that I think everybody would benefit from. Um, yeah, all right, moving absolutely. on here to tight ends. Um, tight ends a lot like my uh, <laughs> a lot like my uh, my quarterback takes here. I don't think we said this last week. Tight ends, they're that spot where it's like if you got a tight end and he's getting you. F- over five points every single week consistently, you're starting them. That's just where it's at with tight ends. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty like, damn good for a tight end. And judging off the, the uh, like I said, the bye weeks with the Dolphins, the Colts, and who's the last one? I already forget who it was. And the Vikings, I think you're okay. Uh, if, if most of those guys aren't even rostered uh, of those tight ends. So, the only guy is Andrews. If you're really looking for a new tight end, um, you're you're probably not going to find anybody who's going to fill what Andrews would get you. But if you are looking for somebody, I'd say Austin Hooper, Greg Olson, or Hayden Hurst. I, I don't really know. Those those are really the only guys when I was looking at the waiver wire that are rostered in 50% of leagues that really jumped out to me. Um, Hurst is just... Hurst, and this just goes for the entire Atlanta offense, I think, is just the entire Atlanta offense is just way better when Julio's on the field. Yeah. It's, just, it's just how it is. Uh, everyone, he's just such a, a, a big target and a, a deadly target that it takes pressure off everybody else. So I really like Hurst, and Hurst had a good weekend last week when Julio was back. So, um, And then 
getting back to the big thing we talked about it earlier already but Gronk uh I'm not like I said not 100% sold on him uh, I know a lot of people got him a lot of people drafted him and they've been playing him every single week uh and at this point they probably picked up another tight end who they've been substituting so do you start Gronk do you not start Gronk I'm of the the thought process of he's gotten better he's got more targets every week start him um uh, but if like I said earlier if you got another guy that's been producing more consistently than Gronk maybe go with him because uh, I'm just not, I'm not sold yet on Gronk. I need Gronk to have a few good weeks of putting up ten plus points before he's been gonna gonna become a starter every single week. So, but that's really it for tight ends. Uh, not a lot of action in the tight end. Not waiver wire. If you got Mark Andrews, like I said, Austin Hooper, Greg Olson, or Hayden Hurst. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Tight ends just really thin too. Yeah, it's just, just a tough position. Is. Nothing you can do about it. Um, do So, question of the day here. Do we want to talk defenses? We haven't talked defenses a lot on this podcast. Do we want to get into defenses? Do we think... We could, br- we could brush up on some defense. I, I got a few notes on defenses. I mean, there's really not a crazy amount. I don't know. Do you guys have, a, like, a lot to talk about? Only one thing to say about defenses. All right, let's say we're go. talking about defenses. I mean, I'm ready to go on to the next subject, but all i got to say is Tampa Bay's defense is worth keeping around now. I I dropped it this week before this game. Yeah. Yep, thank you. Thank I, did you it twi- I did it twice. Or was that? No, that was, that was different. I did it in two different leagues. I dropped Tampa's D. Started Green Bay's D. Thought Brady was going to be the one who threw a pick six. He has a tendency to do so. But, <laughs> uh, this year's not a good year for defenses. That's why it's just like you just got to huck and pray that you get like the lucky, the, the one that gets a pick, the one that gets pick six. You know, you don't really get to choose like who you don't really have like, you know, uh, Bears defense last yeah. year, the Patriots defense last year. You know, or you know I missed the days where, where there was. Right, and, and with those like crazy defenses, those dominant defenses in fantasy, the the defenses that were great were the ones who could also return, yeah. like kicks and punts. There's none of that shit in the yeah, NFL anymore. It's yeah. a reason. I, I, well, I think the Patriots, like you just said, the Patriots last year were were great at both, and that this year they're they're good, but they're not like they're they're, they're not. Yeah, last they're not going to get you too many turnovers. They're not going to get you too many pick sixes. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is I think Tampa Bay's consistently because i've had tampa bay every week they i want to say around weeks two to four maybe they had two weeks where they weren't that great but they've been pretty solid regard everywhere else i think for the most part they've been pretty good so i don't know i i'm of the nature i had tampa bays i i think they're one of the top defenses to keep around they they get sacks and they force fumbles not a lot of interceptions they've had like two or three on the year but they force fumbles and they get sacks, which is, depending on how your league's set up, uh, it's points. Yeah, I mean, with with running back or defenses, there's the few that I really like this week as far as starting. I like the Bills with the Jets over the Jets, Chargers against the Jags, Kansas City versus Denver, Tampa Bay. That's a great defense. Uh, they're playing the Raiders. It's a little shaky. I don't know. What do you guys think about that one? Uh, not a huge fan, but uh, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Like I said, I don't think has Carr thrown an interception yet. I think he definitely has. He he's, uh, he he threw one against the Patriots. I don't know, dude. He's doing pretty good for Derek. He Carr, might have though. thrown. 
interception. He might have thrown one. But my point is this: about uh, Derek Carr, he's very uh, streaky, streaky player. He's been yeah. like that all throughout his career. But uh, on to, is it my bets that are next that we talk about? Yeah, it is, Bell's, it is, it is. Bell's weekly bets. I went uh, <laughs> four for seven. Dolphin spread, Bears spread, Jaguars over, Titans, Texans over. And then what I lost was Texans plus three. Close. If they got that two point conversion, uh, Vikings minus four. I have no idea why I said Vikings minus four on the podcast because. Immediately before the game, when Julio was cleared, cleared to play, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna win." No Dalvin. When once yeah. you saw Dalvin was not available and Julio was available, you knew who was gonna win that. Uh, then Rams minus three. I was just shocked. Four Niners actually showed up to win. All right, for this week though, I'm gonna try to hit you guys up with just the the, the actual ones. I like the Cowboys in a pick 'em. It's literally you just have to pick. Just minus one ten. You pick the you pick either team to oh. uh, you either pick them or the Redskins. They're gonna beat the Redskins. Uh, next, I like the Saints Panthers over at fifty one. I think it's gonna be a, a relatively high scoring affair. I like the Bills minus thirteen and a half against the Jets. They're going every. Oh, wow. I like the Bills minus like I like the Bills minus like yeah. thirty. The, Je- the Jets are just gonna get <laughs> stomped on. Like I, I just I don't even imagine. You know they have uh, a worse what is it points like a uh, point differential than any any of the teams of recent memory that have gone zero and sixteen through their first five games. Yeah, so that so they're on track. Yeah, they're on track to records. keep losing by wide margins. So that minus thirteen. Listen, the Jets. The Jets need some records. All right, it's been a while. All right, and I think they've come to the conclusion: good or bad records, they're ready to get some yeah. records back. I mean, that minus thirteen doesn't even look that bad. Uh, I'd stay away from the Packers versus Texans game. The minus four is a little scary on the Packers end. It's definitely a bounce back game. I'm just a little worried about it. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers Titans. I uh, stay far away from that game. It's a, that's a dog fight. I do like the Steelers kind of being the underdogs here, plus one, but. A little nerve wracking there. I like the Seahawks minus three and a half. Uh, then Patriots are still the favorites, which is just shocking to me at this point. So I'll stay away from that. Uh, Chiefs, Broncos, not going to do that. You got Charger. And then I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three and a half against the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, those are solid picks. picks. I, I don't know about picking the Cowboys. Ooh, and, uh, and I like yeah, the Browns-Bengals over. Uh, Browns-Bengals uh, over, what points. is it? They're going to score. They're I mean, gonna Bengals, score. Bengals were impressive. They're going to have to throw the ball yeah. without Joe Mixon. See, I don't know, though. I think I, I'm, I'm kinda, I think the Browns' defense is pretty good. I'm Browns' like... defense got torn apart last week. And... And the they Bengals did, showed up is... to play against one of the best defenses in the. I think Miles Garrett is gonna. I think Miles Garrett is gonna. I'm... Get to Joe Burrow's a lot. Well, I I do believe that, but uh, the Colts have one of the best defenses in football and did not face Joe Burrow. Joey B kind of 
whipped him in the shape yeah, those first two quarters. Uh, what do they call it? They call him Joey Covers because he always covers. <laughs> well, that's that's, right. that's my weekly bets. bets. Alright, I don't I don't hate him. Uh, I don't hate it. You're doing pretty good. You're swinging over five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the betting world that's, that's like solid. a championship now. That's <laughs> so. All right, last segment, stud of the week. We kind of had a we had a decent week last week. Abel, you picked Ryan Fitzpatrick. We kind of thought he'd torch the Jets. Um, you had a mediocre week with 16 points. Matt, you picked Stafford. Kind of underperformed with 12, 12.32 points. And then I won it last week with Mahomes, just kind of the safer bet. He, he didn't even – I don't think he hit his projection, but he, he scored 20 points. Um, what do you guys got? Well, you're a winner, so you got first pick. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I'm going <laughs> Justin wow. Herbert. I'm taking the shot. I need to kind of save some of these QBs for the later rounds. I like the matchup versus Jacksonville, and the, the key thing is San Diego's coming off of a bye week. I always like that. Uh, we got a little extra time. The Keenan Allen injury kind of concerns me, but I'm hoping Herbert can light them up. Uh, yeah, is it me or is it Matt? All right. I didn't see it or did I come in? Who came in second? I think twelve points left. About do we have the list of all the quarterbacks we've done? I gotta forget. Yeah, you. Yeah, you picked Fitzpatrick, uh, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson. You've picked uh, Gardner Minshew and Josh Allen. All right, so, so this one is against the worst defense in football, so I'm gonna go with him, Kyler Murray. Going with Kyler, they're uh, playing Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's like defense that. is could awful. be a shootout. Just garbage. So it's gonna be a shootout. Yep. See, I'm torn right now. Do I take a, a solid guy that I know that I could probably win with against those two, or do I take another chance? You know, I'm gonna take a chance just to just to play an interesting wow. game. I'm gonna. I, I want an interesting week here. Um. I'm gonna go Cam. I'm gonna take Cam. That's that's just a take, loss. I that's you you're taking that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cam. I think Cam's gonna have a bounce back week against San Francisco. I'm worried about that. In I Fo- could see it. In Foxborough, is it is it in Foxborough or is it in? Uh, yeah, the uh, game's in Foxborough. Yeah, oh yeah, I take Cam. Oh. We could practice and take Cam. He dude, he looked good in the last five minutes from one practice in the last two weeks there that game. They easily could have won that game. Yeah. I like that pick actually. Yeah, Cam Newton. I think it's gonna. Cam Newton, I think Kyler. With the other picks here, I think maybe Kyler will go off, but also potential Seattle's defense maybe steps up this week. So I like those. I like this uh, stud of the week. I think it's yeah. Be I mean, it's a close race right now. I'm yeah. in, I'm in first with eleven, a bell with ten, and and Matt with nine. So I yeah. mean, we're. All... I, you know, I think I'm gonna try and work to saving my uh, my all star guys till the last few weeks here. Yeah. I'm gonna keep going questionable guys until the last like four weeks, and then I'm just I have all these guys left. Yeah. So. Might benefit, yeah. It's a it's a strategic move here, fellas. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not in it for the the winning the battles. I'm all about the winning the war, baby. Okay. It's a marathon, baby. Exactly. 
Um, We're just getting I started. Think, I think with that, are we done? Is that is that it? Everybody got anything else? That's it. If you're playing me, I wish you no luck. Yeah. If you aren't, I don't good think luck. I'm playing either of you. I think I've played both of you already. I think we've all played each other already. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I've I've, I've played I've Hunter and times. I've played Matt. Are we all tied for the yeah. same record? <laughs> We're all three of us are so two and four. So technically, all three of us are still playing each other. <laughs> <laughs> Although Matt, you've lost four straight. Abel, you've lost three straight. Yeah. Two. Well, I I could easily. We talked about this in our group chat. I could easily be like Matt. You know. You know what? You know what's, you know what's like extremely the ridiculous? The difference between me, you, and Dave is literally thirty points. You. Yeah. You're, it's just you're, a bunch you're, of you're, 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 are, Sorry, I don't know why I like that much. You're between eleven, and I'm thirty points behind. It's ridiculous. And then the points against, Dave's been playing cupcakes. Fighting. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting, I feel like I'm like the Patriots here. I'm getting everyone's freaking best game. Yeah, he, he got 539. Yeah. And you have 768. I have 764. So, yeah. So, so we're, so we're going out, balling out, and then just getting another team's best of game. I, oh my God, I can't even describe to you what happened to me last week. He's got the easiest schedule by over 150 yeah. points. It's absurd. The next closest guy. That's just the luck of the draw. You hate it. It's fantasy like, football. Look, yeah, me and Matt really both scored 136 points, and we lost. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I, I, I've grown to just hate fantasy every single week. I do this every single yeah. year. I play myself. I'm like, all right, I'm, I, I love fantasy. I love every single week paying attention. And then by the end of fantasy, I'm like, I hate fantasy. I'm never doing it again. And look yeah, it's at, like, I'm, I'm like doing a fantasy like... fob, I'm doing a fantasy football <laughs> podcast right now. I know it's it's Someone like the draft was the most fun part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. That wraps it up. All right, boys. Yeah. Later. Later, fellas.